Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> Our guest this week is Heather Christian. Hi. The best reaction to anyone hearing our theme song we've had so far. <laughs> she was dancing along, bobbing her head. I was into it. That was great. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had Dave Pilato on, and I mentioned that the only time I had heard him call Dave and not Tater was at his own wedding. Hmm? Heather. Hi. You were at that wedding. I was. You got married at that wedding. I did. So, <laughs> Q, Q heads, this is our first split couple episode. Oh, we've had yeah. on couples together, but we've oh, never yeah. had on couples apart, and I'm excited. We were, yeah, because we were saving some big hits, like, you know, he those socks you bought for him that mm-hmm. you thought he really likes, he doesn't like them. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know that thing you do with, like, the milk mm-hmm. a little bit at the bottom, you just mm-hmm. don't throw it away? He hates that. Okay. So we were just full of these gems okay. that he just like. I felt the need to unload on a Netflix podcast. He's just letting loose on all that stuff. Yeah, what better time to talk about <laughs> the inner workings of refrigerator etiquette within a marriage? Really, just about marriage. Yeah, isn't it all? Well, this is exciting. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. in town from Beacon, New York. Alex just learned who Pete Seeger was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, how long do I pretend to have to know who he is? And I just, this policy where it's like, should, should I know who this is? And you said, yeah, and then we cleared it up. Did I, I didn't say yeah. Did I say yeah? I might have said You said yeah. I should know who it is. Well, then we started singing his song, and that sort of cleared it up. Folks. Folk, yeah. sing, folk, folk singer. Is he the most famous folk singer, though? Like, no, maybe not the most famous, but certainly... Who's the most? Peter, Paul, and Mary? No. Uh, Woody Guthrie. I'd go Guthrie one, Seeger two, Arlo Guthrie three. I would go. I would. I would. I would confirm that. I would second that. <laughs> Mostly just because now, like, like crosswords. Whenever the clue is Guthrie, it's always Arlo and not Woody. Matt, we're the same person. I know. <laughs> what is happening? Who are these folk singers? We could talk about folk all day. We could. But let's not. But let's not. Because <laughs> this is cool because since you haven't heard the show yet, mm-hmm. you don't know what's coming next. I don't. And I don't know if there's any way to prepare you. Oh god. I assume that you've seen the movie American Beauty. Yes. Well Oh god. Floating across the room here, <laughs> this is the actual plastic bag from American Beauty. This is it. That's the one. This is the one. That's the exact one. You've been wondering where it is? Yeah. This is where it is. That's amazing. Yeah. So what you're going to do is you're going to reach your hand in there. Mm-hmm. And there's little slips of paper. The look on your face of terror. <laughs> I don't want to reach in that bag. <laughs> <laughs> there are little slips of paper. Okay. You're going to pull one out okay. and then read it out loud. Okay. The bag has to be so huge. The it's, slips of paper have to be so small. That's the well. It's this the bag. The, we didn't choose how big the, the bag American was. This is the American beauty of the moment. Yeah, we bought that at an auction house. Oh God! Can you remember a time you left to go to the bathroom in the middle of a movie? Yes. 
You need yes. to read the whole question so okay. people can hear it. All right. Sorry. Can you remember a time you left to go to the bathroom in the middle of a movie in a theater? Do you know what you missed? Okay, you're going to love this. I do already. Our honeymoon. Our honeymoon. Um, so if you've never been married before, um, there is a certain kind of like nervous agita excitement that happens building up to the wedding that is then released through the, sa- the, through the event of the wedding. And then when you go on your honeymoon, you sort of just realize how tired you are. So we go on our honeymoon to Pensacola, Florida, and it is nonstop thunderstorms. Um, there is no beach time. There is no... So we decide, okay, fine, let's go to the movies. And because mm. I love my husband, we go to see Godzilla. So... This is literally like the first night of our honeymoon. Uh-huh. In the middle of Godzilla, I got so motion sick from <laughs> Godzilla, uh-huh. the, from the <laughs> 3D yeah. crap, yeah. that I left and walked outside. You faked a bathroom exit? vomited into the azalea bushes outside the movie theater. <laughs> For like half an hour. Oh my God. And then like texted Tater and was like, I don't think I'm coming back in. <laughs> um, and wow. then he finished the movie mm-hmm. and then he came out. And... That's amazing. Yeah, because there was no singing or dancing in that. <laughs> no, not in Godzilla. Alex it was, well, I saw lit. That movie it was together. well lit. It was well lit. It was well lit, but it was very bumpy jumpy. Mm-hmm. It was very bumpy jumpy, but I definitely was having one of those moments where I was like, my honeymoon sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty bad way to start it. I'm just throwing up in front of like 65 people in the like Lowe's Cineplex oh, man. parking lot in the Azalea Bushes. That's that's great. Should we tell her what she missed? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I loved it. You loved but it. it. You know what? If It's like, I don't think you should watch it now. No, I, I think, think I've be been ruined. programmed against yeah. it. Yeah. That's a great answer. <laughs> she can still enjoy the Jimmy Page Puff Daddy song they did. Come with me. The ninety-seven yeah. from the ninety-seven. Yeah, the cashmere. Yeah. That you can yeah, enjoy. That I can enjoy. Right. I didn't make it that far. I didn't see that one. <laughs> I only had the soundtrack from that one. Oh, so did I. Yeah, yeah. that's the way to because go. Because of Columbia House. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's probably a lot of albums you shouldn't be owning through that too. Yeah. Alex has has a mystery that he's been trying to solve for about almost well, might as well just, at this point. Yeah, we might as well just. I mean, I don't think you're going to be able to solve it, but who knows? You okay. might be able to help. Try me. Uh, so there was a a Green Day song on that soundtrack, uh-huh. and it was the Brain Stew remix, yes. Godzilla remix, yes. quote unquote, the Godzilla remix. I just listened to this two days ago. What? <laughs> yeah. What was? Why? How? Because I was trying to locate. There was a. I was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard, and I was like, "What is that song from the '90s that's like Santa Monica Boulevard?" And I was like, I couldn't figure. I couldn't place if it was a woman's voice or a man's voice. <laughs> oh wow! So I was just like, "Okay, '90s people who sing with like obnoxious teenager inflection." Green Day. <laughs> so the first place I went was Green Day. And like Spotify a bunch of Green Day. And I was like, wait a minute. No, it's that song from Godzilla. And this is the remix part. The Godzilla roar that goes. I can't do it. I'm too sick to even try that. To do Godzilla. You tried. Anyway, 
It took me. It took me about an hour to. But yeah, so crow and not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could. That was. That was just. just you I should have just circu- called you. Circuitous route to get to well, Cheryl yeah. Crow via Green Day. I did. But so what Alex has been wondering mm-hmm. since it came out, yeah, is like, whose idea was it to do a remix? That was just the regular song plus Godzilla Roar. It's not a remix. Yeah, no, no. it's definitely not. No. And did like did Billy Joe and company get final approval on it, or did they just be like, no, nah, we're cool with this one? I don't know. I want to know. And if the guy who came up with the idea got like a bonus or something like that, because it's like pretty insane. Because it was already a hit at that point. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a new song of theirs. It was no. like it had been on the radio for like years. It was like their third really visible record too. Yeah. I don't think Green Day particularly gave a shit at that point. They no, were already like not. making money hand over fist. Yeah. Would you greenlight a remix that was just one of your songs, but with the Godzilla roar can in the middle? What does that paperwork look like? We can talk. <laughs> We can talk. All right. Well, the reason we're all here. The reason we're all here is mm-hmm. to have a look at this cue of yours. Uh-huh. Now, you've sort of warned me about how you use your cue. Yes. But Alex hasn't heard this. Yes. So, and nor have our listeners. Okay. You and Tater have the same account, but you have separate lists. Yes. And so tell Alex a little bit about how you use your list. Yeah. So when I go on tour, or if I'm working in a different location... I have a list specially that is made especially for these situations wherein I'm away from my home and like I'm usually like coming into a room and I'm like a boss and I have to sort of be okay all day and be like everybody's like coach yeah in order to get people to feel comfortable to sing and like in order for me to come back and be a sane person and do it again the next day, I have to emotionally release. However, I feel emotionally <laughs> constipated after I come out of these things. So my cure in these scenarios is to watch British period drama. Okay. <laughs> like mostly like miniseries from the BBC oh. or like old period British childbirthing okay. miniseries. In order to get me to cry my eyes out mm-hmm. so that then I can go in the next day with Okay, you need a specific emotion to come out yes. of you. Yes, and through years of working through this, I've come I've it's come to a very niche place. That's impressive. Okay, good. It's sure now has. become littered, though, with things that I actually do enjoy in uh, real time, which is so it's like it probably looks a little skits. I haven't looked for it for When a while. did you and your husband decide that it was best for the relationship to split? It off? was never a decision. I did it on my own <laughs> volition in Norway four years ago. Okay. I mean, now that we have two different accounts, like he can go sort of like Korean horror movie crazy. And, and he does. I, <laughs> um, and now that I have mine, I can sort of go British period drama trial birthing movie yeah. crazy. Yep. Um, but where we sort of intersect is like B movies from the seventies and sixties, and like lots of. Sci-fi. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, she he said that you guys like to watch National Treasure and movies like that. Just oh, movies yeah. that are not <laughs> like good. real bad movies. Bad acting. Love it. <laughs> I'd like to put Alex on the spot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Could you if if I if you had to fake a like British period piece movie title, could mm. you just make one up? Yes. Yes, I could. Okay. It would start with. These times, remembrance. <laughs> Not bad. So the first movie. <laughs> that's actually. <laughs> the 
first movie in Heather's queue is Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. <laughs> I was good. You just didn't have like a, a, a name. name. Yeah, you were just missing a name. Otherwise, if I had to pick there. a name. Oliver, of course. Like sure. Oliver. But Miss Pettigrew is pretty good. Yes. Do you, Heather, do you remember putting this movie in your queue? Do you know what this is? Or the name Hattie. This, okay, this may, okay, so I also have categories. Like, I will watch uh-huh. anything with Dame Judi Dench. Uh-huh. I will watch anything with Maggie Smith. Uh-huh. I will watch anything mm. with, like, She's old, not a dame. old people. Old British people. How many right. dames can you name? D- dame Judi Dench. Is she Dame Maggie She's Smith? A- I, she should be. That's my whole point. Why not? Uh, my brain it's, wants to say Dame Elaine Stritch, but I know that's not right. Dame Helen Mirren? Dame Helen Mirren. I don't know. I will watch anything with Dame Helen Mirren. Yeah. Uh, is that all the da- Dame uh, Julie Andrews. She should be. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure she Matt is. Damon. Dumb <laughs> 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 the Godzilla roar over that, please, because... Yeah, British old people. Miss Pettigrew lives for a day is on this queue because it fulfills the British old people criteria. You've seen mm-hmm. it. You have seen no. it. No. So okay, here's the here's the synopsis. Mm. Uh, Guinevere Pettigrew lands a job as the assistant of an aspiring American actress and gets swept up in a dizzying world of glamour and high society, starring Frances McDermott and Amy Adams, both American, but it looks British. It's, it's genre called, is a British movie. Yeah, it's called Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. <laughs> How do you feel about American actors doing British accents? Mm. I mean, I'm an American. How snobby can I be about it? Mm. Good point. So what was my title? These Times Remember? <laughs> remembrance? These, I these said These Times, times Remembrance. remembrance is but it these, I was, semicolon or colon? Well, you know, these British movies don't put semicolons in their titles. So. That's true. So I comma. would put These Times, comma, Remembered. I thought it was Remembrance. Yeah. I, that's what it I said. Was but more oh, weird. you want to change it? I want to change oh, it. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. And then maybe we can do a little like a pitch, like a synopsis for what that's about. Okay. After we watch all these. Great. Uh, here's a British movie, A Room with a View. That's got to be British. No idea. No recollection. Read it up. What's the description? In this adaptation of E.M. Forster's novel, Lucy travels to Florence with her chaperone in tow. There, she falls for a fellow countryman's moody son. 20th century period pieces, romantic movies, British movies. The chaperone is check, another great check, check. British title. The chaperone. Or Le Chaperone. Here's an interesting thing about this movie. Um, it's Helena Bonham Carter is in it, but it's from 1986. Early so HBC. She's cool. probably quite young, and it stars Dame Maggie Smith. That's probably also why it's on the queue. So this is, I mean, exactly what you've exactly. described yes. as the queue being full. <laughs> and are you in the mood to watch that kind of movie, or do you want to find something else? I mean... Or you're open just I'm to open. whatever... I'm open Can I speak for two seconds on Helena Bonham, Helena Bonham Carter? Sure. Mm-hmm. There's really... She's no equal in her like style and her mm. look. Like She's... Classy mm-hmm. in one hand, but very. Uh... She's in every Tim Burton movie. Yes, that whatever yeah. that is. Whatever that is, she is, and nobody else is. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nobody else is in every Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. Or it? married to Tim Burton. Is she married to Tim Burton? Mm-hmm. Oh, she did. Yeah, well, that explains that. It happened. After, like, the fourth movie or something. Like I see. That. They're like, we should just... Yeah, but they, they, like, live in separate houses and have separate lives, but they're married. Interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I picture that one of them is animated and the other one isn't. <laughs> yeah, but which one? 
Um, Room with a View? Room with a View. All right. The next one on here is a movie I've never seen. 1997, Contact, starring Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. It's one of my Actually, favorite never seen movies. This. You've seen this. I've seen this. It's one of my favorite movies. How come? Um, I, uh, why? Because it's sci-fi, but it's also a crying movie. <laughs> it is sci-fi mm, plus I like that. crying mm-hmm. movie. The script is really good. Um, Jodie Foster's performance is insane. Um, do you know that when I sit in a mic booth... And do you have you ever heard me go okay to go? I'm okay to go. <laughs> That's from contact. <laughs> That's from contact. Got it. I like I like that. Just like you just drop a really deep obscure quote in your everyday life. I do that all the time. I can appreciate that. I just assume people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep an eye open now or okay. ear open or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, we have to cross contact off. Yeah, because you've seen it. Okay, but you need to watch it in my absence. Okay. Okay. I'll add it to the list. I'll add anything from the 90s to the list. Mm. The next movie you have on here is everyone's favorite, Roman Holiday. Oh, oh yeah. Alex has never seen it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Why is it on here? Um, I forgot. There was a there was also a period in time where I was adding old Hollywood movies to my queue mm. of just like I need to watch these. I need to watch these. It's important for me to watch these. Um, it's rated G. That's isn't it, that's just strange. weird for like a movie that's not a kids movie to be right. rated G. Alex is kind of the ratings guy. What do you? What does that say to you? Uh, that they just retroactively had to put it back, and for a while, that it, it said like it was called probably unrated for the longest time, mm. and that was probably weirding people out. Maybe. Oh, you think this outdates the rating system? Totally, without a doubt. The rating system that, as we know it, started in like the seventies. I see. Mm. Yeah, this is PG thirteen was added in the mid eighties. That was like added in our lifetime. Yeah. 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 Um, well, this is Audrey Hepburn, Gregory Peck. It's mm-hmm. old. It's in black and white. Uh, we don't actually want to watch this. We mm-hmm. would watch it to like you know eat our vegetables, as Myra says. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can go there emotionally. I, you know where I could go emotionally? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nineteen seventy-three, Robin Hood animated. I actually have never seen this. Oh my god! Can we watch this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it probably since I was 10. I've been told that this is one of the most magnificent scores that's ever been written. And, like, I I just... I'm, sh- I'm sure I must have watched it when I was itsy-bitsy, but I've got yeah. no recollection. I would love to watch this movie. It'd be really fun. Um, you said you love music. I mean, it's actually... It's a musical, but I don't believe they just break out in song like in traditional Disney I think it's. I don't no, it's what's his face. There's like a a folk singer who yeah. like did all the um who did all the music for it, and I forget his name. It's something like this is probably like sixty minutes too. Uh, it's eighty three minutes. Oh, good work. Dude. It's so, like Bert somebody or uh, Buttons somebody. I mean, for many With people, Pat Buttram. Oh, I don't know. This is the Robin Hood that a lot of people think of when they. Totally. When they're just trying to conceive of what the plot of Robin Hood is. When you say Robin Hood, I picture a fox. (laughs) Every time? Absolutely. And then if I'm like... You you mean Kevin Costner? Yeah, then I go to Kevin... (laughs) Which fox are you talking about? Kevin Costner. Stone Cold Fox. Mm -hmm. All right, well, this is a strong contender. Mm -hmm. Let's see what else is on here before we watch Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. Are you known to watch animated movies? No. Unless, Unless it's a part of this new Pixar genre of let's make people of my generation weep. 
Okay. Mm. So I just watched The Little Prince, and like I watched Inside Out. Mm. Both of these deeply satisfying because it is cartoons making me adults. Weep. Yeah, totally. They're operating on a higher level. Yes. I cried during Finding Dory recently. I haven't seen it. It's real good. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, you've got a movie on here that we've seen on a bunch of cues that. At a certain point, we're going to have to watch. It's 1979's The Warriors. I just watched this. It is amazing. For all the right B-movie reasons. Mm. The costumes. The script. Oh my god. Oh my god. Feels like it like operated in that space where you and your husband are just like, yeah. Exactly. Why can't they be more of these? Exactly. It's just like everything is, what? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what? Kimono gang? <laughs> That's a bummer. Mime gang. Yeah, we want to watch that. It's great. Okay, well, there's <laughs> something here that looks like a B-movie. It's mm. called Robinson Crusoe on Mars. Never seen it. Uh, 1964. It's not rated, so that means nothing. <laughs> uh, when his spaceship crash lands on Mars, an astronaut must figure out how to survive on the barren, lifeless planet with only a monkey for company. That sounds delightful. Uh, Adam West is in this. <laughs> wow. Oh, the, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that why? Mm-hmm. Are you a big Batman fan? Uh, I believe the Batman movie is on that queue too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just, I find it so weird. I find that kind of like, um, first generation Star Trek theater acting for the mm, for film. Totally. One of the most deeply satisfying things <laughs> that one could watch. Um, yeah. I want to tap in because I, I feel like I'm missing out on something mm. with the style, like just the. I, I rarely look for acting in a movie. Mm. It's probably the third or fourth thing. It's probably like directing mm-hmm. uh, and uh, story, like like way ahead. Mm. So it's funny. color correction, <laughs> color titles, <laughs> practical effects, practical effects. So yeah, that's interesting. I feel like I'm missing out. I like listening to you. Deep, like really in depth, describe the style of acting. Yeah, I mean you've got a you've got a few that sort of would fit into that category down here. Yeah, these like fifties and sixties things that look really ridiculous. Uh, you've got a documentary on here that's also in my queue. Mm-hmm. It's Muscle Shoals, which yeah. is about that. Uh, well, the tune this tuneful documentary chronicles the musical legacy of Muscle Shoals, Alabama, home of Fame Studios, where top musicians have flocked for decades. Yeah. Um, my dad has been on my case about watching that movie. For yeah, I've been told that I'm not a real musician because I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> <laughs> love hearing that. Yeah, they made a lot of records there. It's like a, a serious down south studio. It mm-hmm. feels like work to watch. It does it, feel like work, even though. Did it's you get Reese's fun. Pieces? I sure did. We're not going to watch Muscle Shoals. <laughs> We're not going to. That's going to determine the snack is going to determine what we watch wanna, a little bit. I don't want to. No, dude, I'm with you. I'm totally with you always. <laughs> Maybe he only wants to watch uplifting comedy. I never want to do work. I just want to have fun and just. All right, we'll we'll go one more on here and then we'll see what the list looks like. Okay. Yes, How's that sound. Uh, the last one, just because we're here, 1944. It's called Laura. It's Academy Award winning. Oh, that's like. Uh, Gene Tierney, it? Dana Andrews, Clifton Webb, Vincent Price. Vincent Price from Thriller. Yeah. This Laura, must be pretty old. Is, is this Hitchcock? It's directed by Otto Preminger. Oh. Uh, 
something. Okay. It's suspenseful. Oh, it's a psychological thriller yeah, wait, from the I 40s. It's like I saw the last like 37 seconds of this movie late at night when I was home for Christmas. Mm. And I was like, what the hell was that? And <laughs> so, then I looked it up and that, it, it's been on my queue ever since. But this was like Christmas like three years ago. That's a great way for something to end up in a queue. Yeah. I have a story about something similar from when I was maybe like 11 years old. And I saw this, the end of this movie on television mm-hmm. and it was so crazy that I like needed to find out what it was. And I remember having to go through TV guide and like mm-hmm. seeing at the time, like what, what the name of the movie was and then making my parents rent it so I could watch the whole thing Amazing. because the ending was so <laughs> insane and the movie was Xanadu. Yes! I've never seen Xanadu. Is it not on my queue? It's not in your queue. Shit. It should be. Is that the one with Sean Connery in the Borat outfit? Uh, no, it's the movie. that is... That's um, uh, Zardoz. Okay. Xanadu is this magical alien girl like roller skates her way through a portal onto Earth it's and this guy Olivia falls in love John. with her. It's, oh, I have yeah. heard of Xanadu. Um, mm. <laughs> just write that down for my own personal. It's like really trippy. Yeah, all the effort you had to go through. I'm just. I know. Do you? I, I don't want our kids to have to have gone through that. And yet, you know, <laughs> it was like a little nugget like that that. I definitely it definitely stuck with me more than a movie. If I like was randomly channel surfing today and I saw some movie and then I just look up what it is, I'm like, oh, it's that movie. Mm. I wouldn't remember so. But no, I don't want my kids to have to do what I did <laughs> to see Xanadu. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right, let's go through um, the list. Yeah. And you, yes, and you do have the original Batman from 1966 on here. Great, but I assume you've seen it. I have not. Ooh boy, Batman 66. I've never seen the movie. I have I, seen I've the seen show. I've seen the series, but I haven't seen the movie. Um, the 66 comic has like has made like a comeback in the comic circles. I know your husband mm-hmm. back in. Um, they were like. They made a new comic series and they started doing like villains that were never in the original, like Bane. They like made Bane in the '66 world, oh, weird. so they kept expanding the world. Yeah. Huh. And it looks visually, it looks really fucking cool. But yeah. Like, yeah. Can you imagine huh. just Bane in that? <laughs> That's so crazy. Um, All right, what do we got? What's on this list? First up, these times remembered. <laughs> the fame, of, of, which is a story. Uh, of loss. Which is a story of loss, of time travel. Of uh, young love. <laughs> of young love, of starvation. In the plains of... Albuquerque. Of Albuquerque, Idaho. <laughs> you have oh. Jesse Eisenberg and you have uh, <laughs> the other guy playing t- playing twins. <laughs> What's his name? From, uh, Shit. <laughs> oh. Wallace Shawn? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're Wallace both Shawn. playing two characters. Okay. And uh, yeah, for no real reason. That's not Dame really. Judi Dench, Dame is also Hill playing Mirren. Yes, yeah, and Dame Maggie Smith are also in this. Are also in this movie, nuns. And yeah. it's directed by Tim Burton. It's directed by Tim Burton. Yeah, right. I'll see it. All right, for realsies, Miss Pettigrew lives for a day, which is the most uh, British title we have on here. Yep. You have Roman Holiday, the classic, A Room with a View, which is Helena Bonham Carter and Dame Maggie Smith. We have the Disney Robin Hood. We have Robinson Crusoe on Mars. <laughs> we have Muscle Shoals, which is a lot of homework. <laughs> and Laura uh-huh. 
and Batman 66, the we, movie. We've got some options in a lot of different directions. Yes. Is, is there anything that is jumping out to you as either definitely this looks fun or, or no, I don't want to watch that? Okay. Uh, I know that I don't want to watch Roman Holiday or Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. Great. Let's not do Robin Crusoe on Mars. Let's, I'm kind of I'm going like if we're gonna do a British thing, let's do Room of the View. If we're not, let's either do Robin Hood. Oh, we're not doing Muscle Shoals. Let's do Robin Hood or Laura or Batman. Okay, so that's four. I've given right? you. I've given you four. Great. How do you? Uh, I, I mean, look. Obviously, <laughs> I want to either watch Robin Hood or Batman. <laughs> I, I think you made it sound like you never watched these old classic Disney movies, right? No. And this seems like it's like fun fun homework for you because you want to hear these folk. We mentioned folk singers off the top of the, mm-hmm. the episode. Yeah. So if there's a famous folk singer that's part of this movie, <laughs> yeah. it feels like it ties Which the whole... Which we think there is. The whole room together. <laughs> I feel like Batman 66... It's gonna be good, yeah. But I think we're gonna know. We're gonna really generally know what happens. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of punches and a big pow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like we're gonna generally know the aesthetic of that. Also, Batman '66 feels like something you and Tater would enjoy watching together Truth. in Truth. a way that Robin Hood might not. Right. As much. And honestly, a room with a view. I'm probably gonna really enjoy watching alone. Totally. Fuck it, guys. Let's watch Robin Hood. We're going to watch Robin Hood. Yep. Uh, there might be a trailer. Hopefully I'm going to find a trailer online that our listeners can hear while we go watch it. What was that quote from Contact? I'm okay to go. <laughs> okay to go. Okay to go. All right. We'll be back. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Never ever thinking there was danger in the water They were drinking, they just guzzled it down Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse Was watching them and gathering around Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest Jumping fences, dodging trees and trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly, what a day Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly, what a day You know something, Robin? You're taking too many chances Chances? You must be joking! That was just a bit of a lark, little John. Yeah? Take a look at your hat. That's not a candle on a cake. Hello. This one almost had my name on it, didn't it? They're getting better, you know. You've got to admit it. They are getting better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The next time, that sheriff will probably have a rope around our necks. (sighs) Pretty hard to laugh hanging there, Rob. The sheriff and his whole posse couldn't lift you off the ground. Oh, God. Hey, watch it, Rob. That's the only hat I've got. Oh, come along. You worry too much, old boy. You know something, Robin, I was just wondering? Are we good guys or bad guys? You know, I mean, uh, are robbing the rich to feed the poor? Rob? That's a naughty word. We never rob. We just sort of borrow a bit from those who can afford it. Borrow? (laughs) Boy, are we in debt.
We're back. My childhood was intact. How was yours doing? <laughs> uh, not so good, but we'll <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. I I may have had false memories implanted, <laughs> but we'll crack that riddle. Um, let's do a little recap yep. of what we just saw. This was the story of Robin Hood, anthropomorphically told. Yep, through animals who talked and sung. Uh, I'm guessing that everybody out there kind of knows the story, but Robin Hood robs from the rich, gives to the poor. Yep. He's got a buddy named uh, Little John, who's a bear. Yep. Little is ironic. He's big. Mm. Then there's this... Uh, like Biggie Smalls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, there's this prince who is a lion, whose name is Prince John, which yep. is confusing. Two Johns. What? He's an usurper. He's a... Right. He's not the rightful heir. No. And he likes just taking money from the poor. He calls it taxes. And, uh... <laughs> that really riled up my libertarian... <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Eventually, he catches Robin Hood. Robin Hood gets away. Catches him again. He gets away again. Oodle alley, oodle alley, golly, what a day. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> oh, he has a girlfriend. Her name he is Maid Marian. Yeah, Maid Marian. She's a fox. There's no reason for her to be in the movie. Nope. 1973. <laughs> There's a female rabbit that's got like 80 kids. Yep. There are a lot of characters. We don't, we don't need to. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. That's the main plot. Yeah. Did you have any flashbacks of anything? Um, they, I had Heather? several moments where I was like, ooh, I was expecting that. Um, like the when Robin Hood dies and then, whoa, he's not dead. Mm-hmm. He's breathing through a straw. Mm-hmm. Um, I remembered that. And there... And I remember something about the, like, the in the moonlight garden, Dusty Springfield music scene. <laughs> uh-huh. um, the Can You Feel the Love Tonight. The Can You Feel the yeah. Love Tonight, yeah. Um, I, rem- like, I, I feel like I, I remember what I felt like, but um, yeah. I, had very, I don't remember a whole lot more than that. I remember the first half so well, and then like it got to a point where I was like, this is where I fell asleep every time. <laughs> And I watched this a lot growing up, and it was just so clear the exact moment that I would always fall asleep. Yeah. So you were recommended this for one reason. Uh-huh. It was not for the anthropomorphic performances. No. It was for... Score. How was it? Honestly, the Roger Miller parts are incredible. <coughs> the score is kind of incoherent. Not incoherent. It, it doesn't... Explain. Uh, it's not cohesive. Explain for us less musically gifted <laughs> what that means. It's it's kind of all over the place. Like when it, um, yeah, it was like they hired somebody to do like the now we're running, now we're running, now we're running, now we're running, boop, blooper type music, and right. then they hired somebody <laughs> like to do Looney the, Tunes type shit. Yeah, yeah, they hired somebody to do that, and now we're talking in folk song speaking. Um, yeah, it's like you have. A talking, what bothers singing you chicken. most about that? <laughs> <laughs> they ha- they've set up a device of the talk singing chicken, yep. and they don't really they carry through with yeah. it. Yeah, and the talk singing chicken is the highlight of the movie. <laughs> they for open me. strong. Yeah, yeah, and I it makes me go like, could they just not afford to get Roger Miller to write more than three tunes? Because that, that like clearly he didn't write that song in the middle. That's the love song, right? That. You know. No, it seemed like he wrote three songs. Yeah. For sure. Why didn't he write more? Because they were three amazing yeah. songs. Oh, which, by the way, in the opening, too, the rooster says, he's like, I'm a minstrel. 
Yeah, it's kind of like an old time folk singer. Yeah. Okay, we can't even talk. I started to keep track of like how many boob jokes are we just gonna do? How many boob jokes? How many boob jokes? Lots and lots of boob there jokes. There were a lot. Not- but nothing shocking. That's the most shocking, right? Wasn't it? The vulture's name was Nazi. <laughs> was that not shocking? That got me every time. <laughs> Alex kept reminding me his name was actually Nutsy, Nutsy. which yep. is marginally better, mm. but it sounded like they were saying Nazi. I mean, let's talk about the accents. For let's a talk about the accents. Um, there were characters in this that were from England, Either. Scotland, <laughs> and every state in the South yep. of America, right. not South America. It was most. It was like okay, we've got Northern England, we've got Southern England, we have Scotland. And yeah. then we have Texas, we have Louisiana, we have Alabama. That's it. That's all you get. Like yeah. those are the only places that the characters are from. Yeah, I don't know why they would choose to do so that. So it made me I'm wonder, think- like, was it that the actors were doing those accents, or was it that they just like got voice actors from two like from all over the place? No idea. Were they like you know, when people were auditioning, they were like, no, for this like particular mm. rabbit, we need like more Southern. And then for this vulture, we need more British. I think it's a mix of like playing into archetypes of like this particular kind of evil dude is a squealy Southern dude. Like that's an archetype. But yeah. also like, so is the effeminate British man. Like. Right. So, and then the flip sides of both of those coins are like the down home people. Like, right. the down-home people are Cockney, and the down-home people are... <laughs> well, not even Cockney. The, the down-home people are from Yorkshire. Yeah. Or the down people are from Louisiana. Yeah. Um, it's just weird. It's, it's Super just, weird. Um, this came out... So, it came out in 73. It was sandwiched in between the Aristocats mm. and the Winnie the Pooh movie, which was in 77. So, it was still in its sort of, like, yeah. prime time. It was made for 5 mil, made 32 mil. That's wow. a hit. They saved all that money on British act voice acting. <laughs> they... So yeah, it was a very uh, libertarian message. They really like hammered home the taxes are bad. Taxes are bad. Like taxes were the villain of this story. Oh yeah, taxes. How do you come feel out about well. that? Um, I mean, I mean, like it made for a good like one sided story. Yeah. Um, you know, there was nothing about the redistribution of the taxes, which I think <laughs> is what like. Pro pro taxation folks are right. into so right. I would say it was a weak man. The, the taxation message wasn't represented fairly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how about the weird thumb sucking uh, <laughs> motif with Prince John, the angry lion, unrightful heir? He was, was sucking his thumb a lot. He had real issues. He had really like mommy issues. They also, I mean, they sort of like. Made, he sort of mentions that he was the reason that King Richard was... He, like, had created some scheme. Yeah. But his schemes were pretty weak, for the most part. It was that the snake had hypnotized King Richard mm. and made him go off on vacation or something. To the Crusades. Made him go on vacation yeah. to... To the Crusades. Fight, right. Yeah. And then he came back at so the end. Clear. So, Yeah. And then he just shows up at the end and everything's fine. So what Alex was referencing earlier was I have a very clear memory from this movie that just wasn't in it. And I feel like I'm going crazy. Um, 
So maybe someone out there will hear this. They'll have the same memory and they can help me out. Cause I'm, I do feel like I'm losing my mind. I remember a scene where Robin Hood is about to be executed. He's about to be put in the guillotine. They chop off your head. Uh, and the guy who's about to do it is dressed in all black. It's like one of those evil rhino characters. Except at the last minute, it turns out that it's actually Little John. And he, like, saves him. Instead, he, like, cuts him free. And that just didn't happen in this movie. That scene did not exist in this movie. Are you sure you're not going to... Because he does have the sheriff's outfit on I know, during the jailbreak. I know. Th- it does it make similar. sense that that would have been a repeated device. But mm, just wasn't it. That wasn't I remember that scene also, but I don't know. Now, the only thing I'll throw out there that is a little evidence to the fact that I might just fabricate these memories is that I also rewatched Edward Scissorhands a couple of years ago. Mm. And I had seen that too young. I had seen that at like eleven years old or however old I was when it came out. Mm. And I had a memory of a scene in that movie that like traumatized me. And when I rewatched it, it was completely different from my memory. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a book right now about neurology and memory, which sort of speaks to the same thing. It's like apparently when you remember an event, you are actually re-recording the moment. And when you remember an event for the mm. third time, you're re-recording that second memory. Mm-hmm. And so the more that you remember something, so it's especially if it's like a oh, movie yeah. that you saw once and it was something that stayed with you that was traumatic, it makes sense that it would get so blown Twisted. out of yeah, yeah that you would just be remembering the copy of the copy of the copy of like the a copy multiplicity of the copy. yeah yeah i don't know what to say basically what we're saying is that little john was not the executioner tonight yeah. guess not no he wasn't so and helena bonham carter wasn't in edward scissorhands <laughs> <laughs> nor was she in this no <laughs> although she, she, you could have convinced me she was mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely um about five minutes into the movie heather Remarked, he is kind of hot about the animated fox. Yeah, it was very uh, innocent. Yeah. But I'm glad you were willing to admit that. You're secure with yourself. Totally. I was trying to figure out what made him hot. Like, what mm-hmm. made the fox hot? Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's There's like a boyishness about specifically that fox that made him. And I, I don't mean he's he was cute. I mean, he was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Visually, yeah, I don't know what it was. I can't picture. I can't. His yeah, I think swag. it was more attitude. He yeah, it was, yeah. This is swagger. Um, I learned a phrase. So I remember when I was a kid. There's a mo- there's a moment, a really sad moment in this, where um, these little mice have this coin that they donate to the church, and it's like because the church has run out of money, mm-hmm. and they say like, "Oh, we were saving it for a rainy day," and it's actually raining during that scene. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid, just literally being like. Yeah, it's rainy, you saved it for a rainy day, now you're using it. Not knowing that that was like a saying that yeah. that could have any other meaning other than it's raining, so we've got our rain coin. And I remember like much later being like, oh, I, I see what that means now. That stuff was, I remember being the saddest thing as a little kid. Those scenes. Super sad. Mm-hmm. And as just as adults, they were just as sad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Little mice running a church. <laughs> Playing the organ with his entire body. With his entire body. That was great. <laughs> Can the audience at home? I'm sure they're curious about the Popkin sleep index. Oh yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> I forgot about the scene where he fell into the river and used the straw to sneak out. That was towards the end. You yeah. made it pretty far. I just I 
the whole final robbery. Yeah. It slowed down a lot. This really felt like two movies, and it was, you know, what was it, 80 80 minutes long. It felt like two 40-minute movies, and the first one we all remembered, and we were loving, and we were having a Mm. blast, and then the second one we were like, what is happening? Yeah. It just got slow and dark, and... and... The second one doesn't end. They just decide to stop the movie. Right. They're just like, okie dokie, we got the talking, singing chicken again, and they're just gonna wrap things up. What's that term? The... Uh, uh, Duzi Machina. How do you say it? Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, what's that? Deus Ex Machina. This is not Deus Ex Machina. (laughs) Deus Ex Machina is God as the machine, which is essentially like uh, you build in um, like Magnolia, the moment where it rains frogs. Yeah. That's Deus Ex Machina. It's like an impossible event um happens. It's the only thing that could have happened in order for the events Right. To transpire the way is, they needed to for things to be And isn't that kind of Richard coming back in this? Deus Ex Machina? Yeah, um, like... Well, it didn't rain frogs, but I mean... They no, could, but all of a sudden, the like... the crusades end? Yeah, like the one thing that could end this, like, struggle between Prince John and Robin Hood is just like, oh, the king's back. Right, totally. I don't know. I don't know if this Maybe Deus Ex Machina. Maybe good example. I think, I that's, I think that's the king came home enough. King came home enough? The king came home enough. That's good. <laughs> Should we rate this movie? Yeah. You got anything else? No, it's pretty good. So basically we need to give it a star rating Mm -hmm. so that Netflix recommends movies to you. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four, five stars. We can only Mm -hmm. give whole stars. Netflix won't allow us to input half stars, unfortunately, which is tough for someone like myself who's into semantics. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, what would you give this movie? I'd give it a three. I like history. And I like nostalgia. And I like music. But it was slow. And yeah. the music wasn't... It didn't quite... Well, the music that was there with it was great, but... Yeah. You know, it could have been better. could have been more. Yeah, I just was hoping for a little more nostalgia impact flavor. Yeah. I might go two. Wow. Yeah, the first 40 minutes was great, but the second 40 half dragged. Yeah, I'm... The animation is fucking awesome. I was ready to give it five for the first 40 minutes. I was so wow. into it. And the, the nostalgia and like the aesthetic of it and everything. And then the second half of it was like a three. So I'm going to give it four. I'm going to give this movie four stars. Great. I can't go any lower than that. It's my childhood we're talking about. <laughs> it's my fake memories we're talking about. Amazing. Uh, well, we've got good news for you, though. Because <laughs> one way or another, uh, you are now one step closer to clearing Clearing the (laughs) queue. That was Clearing the Queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at Clearing the Queue, Facebook.com slash Clearing the Queue, Subscribe on iTunes? Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs>